Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Uh, let's go to the Western Hotline uh, because my man DJ Biennemi is going to join me. He uh, covers the New York Jets for the New York Daily News. And I figured we'd bring him in uh, because we're just going to turn this into the roast of how the Miami Heat are going to lose in six games to the Atlanta Hawks in round one of the NBA playoffs. So that, that's why I, I'm totally blindsiding you, bro. I just, we're, we're not talking to any football. I'm just coming on here to roast the hell out of the Heat. So I my bad. My, my, my bad for, for blindsiding you, man. Listen here. We're going to the NBA Finals, and we'll see what happens in the Finals. I'm not really worried uh, about too much now, you know. So, you know, now that the Nets are in the eighth seed, I was worried about that. They're the seventh seed. They'll probably lose to the Bucks. He'll get to the East Coast Finals. They'll beat the Bucks in seven. And then we'll, do, we'll deal with what we got to deal with with the Phoenix Suns. So, you know, not too, really too worried no more. Listen, I'm going to be in Miami in – Three weeks, exactly a month this weekend. So uh, when I'm down there and I see all the Heats fans' tears and, and everyone's in a bad mood, it'll be because they, they, they haven't been playing basketball for three weeks. So I'll, I'll be looking forward to that when I'm down there visiting Marcel. Um, but, DJ, listen, you know, obviously we, we do have a lot to talk about. 12 days to the NFL draft. Um, I, I had my man Connor Rogers on the podcast last night, and I wanted to, uh, to follow up on a couple of his answers to you to see if I can find some crossover. The first thing I wanted to talk about is, you know, 4-10, and 10, right? Like the, the, these are the two positions positions right now that the Jets find themselves in in the first round. Is there really a sense that the New York Jets could potentially move on from Makai Becton at the number four pick if the board falls in a way where they maybe have the choice of the top offensive tackle in this draft, considering he's a first-round pick from two years ago? This is the same regime. This isn't them moving on from a Mike McCagden move. This is This would probably signify the first Joe Douglas mistake. And, and is this a franchise in a position to do that with the number four overall pick? Man, that's a, that's a good question. So for the first part, um, Makai Beckman did not have a good 2021 year. Granted, he was hurt most of it, but he brought a lot of the coaches in the wrong way. Um, I've had coaches, you know, and, I, and I've been a defender of Makai. Like, I still believe Makai. Um, I'm rooting for Makai. I want Makai to succeed. But at the end of the day, in the job that I'm in as a reporter, I got to call it as it is. And when he got hurt, um, granted, I do believe, no no inside information, but I do believe that his injury was misdiagnosed mm. um, four to eight. I don't know how you can out four to eight weeks when somebody rolls into your knee. But, you know, during that time, his weight kind of, 
ballooned a little bit. Mm-hmm. I've had people go as far as say you over 400 pounds. And that, you know, yeah, that rubs some coaches the wrong ways. I, you know, I had one coach who go as far as call him cancer. Um, and that that's what, you know, leads to the possibility that they could, if, I say, um, if Wanu is available at four, they could draft him, and that would signal potentially the end of Makai Beston. Because I don't really see a scenario where, because they, they're, they're in love, of course they're in love with fans. So I don't really see a scenario where you draft um, Echo and uh, I mean uh, Icky at four, and you just have Fan come off the bench, or you have a Kai come off the bench. That would basically, you know, kind of signal the end for somebody. Because um, Fan's only thirty. Like people talk about, oh, Fan's that's young for Armstrong. Mean, nowadays, we just saw absolutely uh, Andrew Whit- oh, Whitworth. We, we saw him play <laughs> till forty. <laughs> you know, Dwayne Brown for the Seahawks. He was playing in his late 30s, you know. Jason Peters, late 30s. So 30 is relatively young for her uh, offensive tackle. But, yeah, man, uh, there is there is too much smoke for that. And that's it. It needs to be a mini fire. Mm. Um, I don't – now, to your other part, I don't know if they're in a position to where all the holes that they have to then be like, yeah, let's draft an offensive lineman, get rid of Makai, basically create a hole, use a four-wall pick to fill that hole, and then try to get somebody at 10. I mean, try to try to you know get an edge at 10, mm-hmm. maybe Jermaine Johnson. I know they like Jermaine Johnson. Um, I know they like Jermaine Johnson. Four might be a little bit high for them, but I know they do like Jermaine Johnson. The issue is, do they, how much do they, do they like Kayvon Thibodeau at four? I don't think they like Kayvon Thibodeau at four more than like Jermaine Johnson at 10. I think mm-hmm. they love Jermaine Johnson at 10. However, I don't think Jermaine's going to make it at 10. So that's that dilemma also, right? If you go Icky at, if you go Icky at four, Jermaine's not, I don't think Jermaine's going to make it at 10. Yeah. The Giants need an edge rusher. The Seahawks need an edge rusher. The Falcons need an edge rusher. Falcons need a lot of things, bro. Fal- Fal- Falcons need it. The Falcons need all 32 picks. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, so that's what gets to get tricky. Um, and you know, the Jets still need a receiver. They could wait for the second round. Uh, which, you know, I mean, I'm not against that. I mean, we've seen you can find second round receivers that can step in and produce for you immediately. Like that's not really foreign. So yeah, man, there is a lot of just just because Joe Douglas said a couple of weeks ago that we're operating like Makai's going to one of our starters does not mean that mm-hmm. much to me. Because, like, I've seen them give us a bunch of other service before. You couldn't get them to say a bad – you couldn't get the coaching staff to say a bad thing about Denzel Mims. Yeah, right. Mims never play. Yeah, any, anytime, anytime coaches or franchises talk about a player, like, I always try to take it with a grain of salt because if you remember, like – this time last year, the Chicago Bears tweeted out a picture of Andy Dalton and it said QB1. Like, anybody actually mm-hmm. bought that. And, like, Josh Rosen, QB of the future, or not going anywhere, or whatever they said. Like, yeah, like, these are NFL franchises. They posture for a reason. They don't want to make it seem like they're making a move that, that is telegraphed. But, like, Makai Becton, this would be a monumental miss for them, DJ. I mean, he's 22 years old. Like, he's turning yep. – he, now – he turns 23 in two days. So he effectively is a 23-year-old player. But, like, he, with two years in the NFL at 23 years old, 
Like that that's the age of a lot of guys coming into the league right now. So the development part of this could be that he just has not been developed properly. Now, the question is is if the if the Jets do take a tackle at 4. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine that that Mackay Becton's just going to take a a you know, a swing tackle role here or move to, to the other side. Like I would think that if the if tackles the pick for them at 4, that you got to trade Mackay Becton. And I think if you're trading Mackay Becton at 23 years old, a former top, you know, top 10 pick, I would think that he's going to carry some value across the league in a, with, with a lot of teams that I know need offensive linemen. Like, I guess, could you see a, a situation where maybe the Jets trade that and try to get back into the late into the first round at some point, and, and maybe they don't take that that wide receiver at ten, but they get back in to take that wide receiver late in the first round? Because DJ, I just I can't really be convinced that the Jets can afford to not take a wide receiver at ten. They they kind of telegraphed the fact that they are willing to not only pay $25 million a year for the right receiver, but that they would trade the necessary things to go and get that receiver. So it's been clear. It's now obvious that the Jets view themselves as a team ready to make a splash move at the receiver position. If you don't take one at 10, I don't know how you're getting one. Yeah, I, I completely. I was talking to my, my one of my good friends, Lejay, um about that yesterday. Just about, if you want to wait, that's very risky in this draft. Because um, I do think the receiver spot is deep, but it's not deep to the point where, like last year, where you can get Elijah Moore in the second round, or you can get the kid from Detroit in the fourth round, and he, you know, both of them basically be arguing the more receivers. I don't think the, the, the receiver room, the shooting crowd is that deep. Um, to your first part, Makai, I don't, I don't know if he would get that much value. Cause I feel that. Not they take this value, but he's take this value in the sense that there's there's gonna be rumors about his immaturity. There's gonna be this buzz about his work ethic and lack of I mean, I think he works hard. I think he, he genuinely tries to be in the best shape that he can. But he had a rough twenty twenty one year, man. You know, he had injury concerns because last year he was injured, his first year he double injuries. Um so, you know, and there's gonna be concerns about him being a cancer so that like that's also leaked. So we're talking about how much value can you really get for that? I, I, <laughs> I remember not the same exact situation, but I know you remember Isaiah uh, Wilson, who was a first-round offensive lineman in 2020. The Dolphins traded for him, gave him a and they only gave him with a seventh-round pick, but you know, he was cut within a month because he had his own issues, and Makai's not to that level. But, like, how much are people going to be willing to give you when he's still, from my perception, not clear from his knee injury um, so he might not pass the physical. Um, there's issues about him controlling his weight, and there are concerns about him, um, his immaturity. So I don't know how much we get back. I don't know how much we get back. And to you too, but so like you're playing okay, trade him and try to trade back into the first round. I don't know if you'd be able to. You'd have to give him a little bit more, maybe some of your second round picks, things like mm-hmm. that, to you to trade up into the uh, first round. Because along with my guy because it's obvious they want to receive it. You and I saw that last game of the year when the Jets played the Buffalo Bills and Elijah Moore was hurt and Bracken was hurt and Corey was hurt and Crowder got hurt. Zach was going to guys that never suited up <laughs> until week 18. <laughs> so you saw how bad that looked. So they want a receiver. Um, and I don't, I don't know if they're in a position where they can afford to wait. Because, again, like, uh, Elijah dealt with injuries last year. Corey 
for the most part, he's a relatively healthy throw career, but he dealt with injuries last year. Braxton, I mean, the, the root receiver position, guys are going to get hurt. That's just the nature of the, of the position. So you need to have depth or upper extra, you know, upper talent. So mm-hmm. I don't know if Corey Braxton, a second, third round rookie, and Corey is enough to help Zach take a noticeable lead. You know, though, like, I I do think about the current group of three, and I got to say, man, like, just in terms of other groups of receivers in the league, just in terms of a top three, I don't know. Like, I like Berrios as a number three option. I like Elijah Moore as a number two. Now, the question is, is can Corey Davis be a true number one? And although it would appear coming out of college that he had that ceiling, I think he just has Mm -hmm. never really met that ceiling. But I'll say this, DJ, like that's not a guy that's played with a lot of competent quarterbacks, right? I got a lot of guys that are going to feed him the football. If you went into this season with that being your top three, I you're not even in the bottom, you know, 15, 20 teams in terms of your top three if those are the guys you go in with. So the idea that this is some sort of huge need for the Jets, I, I guess I get to a certain extent, but I also feel like that maybe the conversation around the Jets' top three weapons, and I also want to maybe include – the fact that they added two really solid tight ends. Listen, Tyler Conklin is a nice piece for me. I, I really wanted him to be a, a guy that the Bills looked at for a tight end, too. And C.J. Uzoma is a nice little piece, too. I, with the group of skill position players the Jets have right now, they're not even the worst skill position group in the AFC East. That's that's the New England yeah. Patriots. They're they're better than the Patriots are at the skill position. So I get the idea that drafting a, a wide receiver in the top 10 makes sense for them because they're still trying to find out what they have and they want to make sure they surround Zach Wilson with the proper talent. I just – I guess I, maybe I don't view it as, like, this big necessity that it feels like Jets fans view it as. Um, see, the thing is, like – they believe Elijah could be a number one. You got to remember Corey, his deal. Corey and Braxton got out both of their deals next year. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. That's true. I'm, I'm anticipating probably, unless Corey goes like ballistic, walking Corey up the next year. Uh, Braxton probably be around. Braxton, his, his salary isn't too high. I think it'll be like, I know he's having six for 12, but I think a lot of that was front loaded. So, like, they can get out of it next year anyway. I don't think they would get out of it. But again, like, if any of those guys get hurt, now you're down to who? Denzel Mims. Yeah. I mean, that's – listen, I mean, I'm going to say this too. I mean, the same thing right now with the Bills. I mean, if if Gabe Davis goes down – and listen, I mean, I I, I love touchdown Jesus better, you know, with with the best of them all. But Jay Kumaro being your number two wide receiver, he's a snap away from being – like, that doesn't sit well with me either. So I – and and this is the same conversation Bills fans are having at 25. Like, should the Bills be looking to to get themselves a legitimate cornerback too? Should they try to replace Jordan Poyer? Should they try to – everybody's kind of agreeing that wide receiver is the best position to go for because of the future of it. So I, I guess I can buy that DJ all the way. I, I, I guess I want to follow up by asking, okay, let's just agree that everybody agrees. The jets should probably look to try to secure a true number one wide receiver. Who's the best fit for you then at 10? If you guys have, and, and I asked this to Connor yesterday, Connor said Drake London, just in terms of a guy that he believes is the best sort of fit for what the offense needs right now. And the, t- the best maybe fit, for Zach Wilson, a true 50-50 guy, someone that can go up and be a big slot, but go up and get contest the catches because they just don't have that guy on the roster. Is that your, like, ideal fit for the Jets? Is it, you know, he, he, he I think he mentioned something about Garrett Wilson, like, being probably 
the guy that they would look at outside of Drake London, but doesn't believe is like the best fit for them. Who, who in your mind, like if the Jets are taking somebody at ten at wide receiver, who's the best fit and why? Yeah, for me, it's Drake London for a lot of the reasons that Connor gave. We listen, me and Connor, we used to argue about this on the TL, dating all the way back to the um, at the end of the season because he's saying like Traylon Burks. And he was saying, yeah, Trayvon Burks and Garrett Wilson, nah, I, he's finally on the Drake London. Because, like, me, was always, okay, earlier in the offseason that they were looking for a guy that was a big body back to it, win some 50-50 balls, make them a bigger pass. He still out on the field, you know, with some 50-50 um, ability, but he can still run very, very good routes um, in an intermediate game, short game, um, went off with some good clean releases, things of that nature. So, again, he gives them a, a presence they just don't have right now because Zach last year threw a lot of 50-50 ball, a lot of tight one of throws that was just dropped. And he excels in those, in those areas. So, I think that, you know, for this offense, a guy like Garrett Wilson, he, I've had someone on the coaching staff basically say he's a bigger Elijah Moore. You kind of already have that skill set, you know. Um, you kind of want something different. So, like, let's say you t- – Play like the Buffalo Bills, where they have like you guys. I'm not gonna lie, but the Bills, Raiders, you guys used to do a really, really good job with those type of receivers based off of you guys' scheme outside of Tyreek Hill. But Tyreek Hill is one of one. But for the most part, when you guys go against guys that are good at taking away space, that's thriving. That which is why, um, you know, like a guy like Devontae Parker at times can give you a little bit of trouble. You can just throw the ball up to him. And he can come down with it. There's other games where you guys were able to, you know, lock him down. But there's other games where he's able to make some tight little catches, which um, Drake London can provide that also. You know, because, again, when the team takes away your separation, take away your space, and Elijah, his only way at winning is via separation. And similar with Corey. Corey's not that great when it comes to, you know, uh, contested catches. You need a guy that can win those situations because not every team can just win via separation. If you're going against the Patriots, they play, they play, you know, whoever at cornerback. I don't know if they've been doing this forever, but they can play, man, across the board. And you're going to need guys that can win with guys dripping on their back. Yeah. And that's just something that Drake London can do with something that, you know, the, um, you know, Corey doesn't do as well. Elijah doesn't do as well. Because I remember when they played the the Broncos, like, those guys just weren't getting open. Like, some of them, like, Elijah was getting open a little bit, but Corey was struggling a little bit. Um to make those tight window catches. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, like, you need a guy that can win those situations. So that's one thing that Drake gives them. Also, it, it could be a little interesting if they feel that Jamison Williams might be ready by the start of the season. They love Jamison Williams. Like, that is mm-hmm. one guy that I've heard. They love Jamison Williams. If, if Jamison Williams was healthy, he'd probably be the pickup for so, I mean, if, if, if Like, if I'm going based on – the conversation that we had, um, if I had to guess, I think he would have been picking forward with something. Because, like, one, he would have made it to 10, and his skill set was just so dynamic. Again, they brought a different skill set to the table, like, similar to why they wanted to try to go after Tyreek Hill, because Tyreek Hill can take the top off. Right. Uh, off of defense, you know. Um, Gary Wilson can, but he just, like, that's not really his game. His game is similar to, they should get Elijah Moore. So, Drake Lennon provides a different skill set that most guys in the first round range don't have. 
Yeah, listen, I mean, that's it's and it's exactly DJ the the kind of like situation that Connor was talking about, right? They're just like like trying to find multiple just different ways to win at the wide receiver position and that Wilson probably represented a little bit of crossover. I, I don't know. Like at the end of the day, I, I'm really interested on on how the NFL reacts to Drake London basically not running a 40-yard dash at any point for, for people to find out just how fast he is to match it up with his film numbers. Um, considering, you know, Jamison Williams is the guy, in my book, that's wide receiver one. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, he's he's going to be hurt draft stock wise because of his inability to test because of the injury and yet drake london is not going to necessarily see that same i don't know it's it's just it'll be a weird situation it'll be interesting to see who the wide best the top receiver in this draft goes and where the rest of them go but in terms of fits i mean i'm i'm, I'm most interested to see what the jets end up doing at the 10th overall pick dj i gotta run man i gotta uh take a time out on the other side i was already late till my last one i appreciate you as always make a time on your weekend to chat with me and um i will definitely be in your dms uh as soon as uh the heat show a little bit of uh foundation breakage in game one so you can you can bet on that bro we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch minimum of four lines for 25 dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account five dollars more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. 35 dollars per line connection charge applies ctmobile.com <sighs> spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.